wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Marketing is how you collect the money. This is where most entrepreneurs and most businesses need to spend most of their money because as long as you got money coming in, you can pretty much fix any problem in your business, including and operational problems. But if you're not focused on it, then you're probably not going to be able to solve that problem. Stayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete, the person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. And I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about uh, how much do I have? Am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out for yourself. You get your first order and you're going to get that free one year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs. And this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet, from what you're normally putting in your body. You're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day, every single day. And you're hearing this from an athlete. You're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what I put in my body. And I don't mess around with what I recommend to my audiences. I only recommend you things that I will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Look, 
even though the show is about discipline and accountability and doing what you're supposed to do and you know, being on that straight and narrow path, all human beings have vices. Some people like to smoke, some people like to drink, some people like to eat a whole lot of food. Me, I like candy. So I like things like my favorites are Twizzlers, Skittles. I used to eat nerds a lot back in the day. I don't really eat those anymore. Right now I have some Reese's Pieces on my table and I have some Twizzlers. Actually right now I had a Snickers bar earlier. So I like candy. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna let you satisfy your sweet tooth like never before with one of our newest sponsors, GoPuff, your candy paradise delivered right to your door. Indulge in a world of delicious treats and get $15 off on each of your first three orders by visiting workonyourgame.com slash GoPuff. GoPuff brings the candy store experience right to your doorstep, right from an app, right on your phone, offering a wide selection of your favorite candies, chocolates, gummies, and more. From classics, to unique, hard-to-find flavors, they have it all. And yes, they do. Trust me. Say goodbye to those cravings and hello to a candy-filled adventure. You don't need too much of it. Ordering is a breeze. Just browse through the candy collection and add your favorites to the cart. And with lightning-fast delivery, your candy stash will be at your doorstep in no time. It's like having the candy store on speed dial. So if you're ready to treat yourself, here's what you do. Visit workonyourgame.com slash gopuff. Again, that's workonyourgame.com slash gopuff right now and get $15 off on each of your first three orders with this special offer for listeners only. It is time to indulge in the sweetest experience of your life with GoPuff. Candy lovers, if you're a candy lover like I am, this is your dream come true. Again, that's workonyourgame.com slash GoPuff. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is we're going to talk about three elements of your business. This is all part of things that will be inside of your business. These are not optional things. These are things that you're going to have in place, whether you know about them or not. And that's the topic, three elements of operating your business or running your business. I'll talk about them in full in a moment. But before we get started, let me remind you all that I send out a daily motivation text free of charge every single morning to everybody who's in my text community. This message is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I mean, who doesn't want to be those three things to start the day? You probably want to be those things all day. So listen, to start your day, here's what you do. Text me right now so you get my daily motivation text free of charge every morning straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. Secondly, How do you stay focused, sharp and on point throughout the day and actually have a real reason to be these things? Now, it's one thing to just tell yourself, I'm going to be focused, sharp and on point and just know hyping yourself up, which is what some people do. How about if you had a real reason to be these things and to stay these things all the time? Let me tell you how to do that. The way you do that is by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. There you can join the university, not a university, the university for mindset, strategy, systems, accountability, and execution, where you will be coached directly by me. And that's the only place to be coached by me. That's the only place where you can work with me directly. You can get answers from me. You can get strategic help from me. You can get advice from me. I can take a look at what you're doing, tell you, look, keep doing that, but change this, delete this, edit this. Let's do this a little bit differently. And again, you can see the results of the people who I work with by going to alldreallday.com. That website is dedicated that domain name is dedicated to a big, long page that just shows you social proof of people who have worked with me in the university and in other places 
all again at alldreallday.com. But the website you want to go to get started with me is workonyourgameuniversity.com. That link is down below in the description, along with the number to get the daily motivation text, both down in the description or show notes wherever you are consuming this show. So let's get into the topic here today. I'm going to tell you what the three topics, the three points are up front, because these are the three elements. I'm going to explain what these elements are and how you can utilize these, how you could best utilize these in your business. Three elements of your business that you're going to be doing on a consistent basis, operations, marketing, and expansion. One, two, three, operations, marketing, and expansion. I'm going to explain what each one is, how these work. And the reason I'm bringing these up is because actually, no, I'm going to say everybody's doing all three of these naturally. Most people are doing two of these naturally. One, you may not be doing naturally, but you should be thinking about, and you may be doing something different than the third one, but I'm going to explain how you may be doing something different, why this one is different, and why you may want to switch to this one I'm going to talk about instead of the other. And then the other two, which you may be doing smoothly, maybe not. If you're not thinking about it, you're probably not doing it smoothly, but that's okay. That's the reason why we had to show. So you can at least uncover where you may be coming up short or not operating as efficiently as possible, and then we can make adjustments as necessary. So let's get to it. Three elements of business. Number one is operations. Operations is simply how you are doing your thing. How are you operating? How are you moving? How are you doing things on a daily basis? The definition of an operation is an active process or a discharge of a function. That's the definition of operation. This is how you do the thing. This is where your systems come in handy. If you have systems in place in your business, then many of your operations will happen naturally and you don't have to, that's not the right word. They will happen let's call it consistently, and you don't have to think about it. In other words, they're happening. I wouldn't say natural. I mean, it doesn't just occur in the universe like a flower growing or the sun coming up, but they happen consistently in such a way that you don't always have to think about what you're doing. That's what operations mean. So your systems will determine, for example, if you have a pizza shop, there should be a certain way that people answer the phone. Hey, thank you for calling Mario's Pizza. This is Sandy speaking. How can I help you? Hopefully you have a system for that and you don't have people just doing things randomly. You have a system maybe for when emails get sent out or maybe how people respond when a customer has an issue. All right. If your clients and customers call up and they say X, Y, Z, then someone knows how to respond to X, you know how to respond to Y and know what to do if somebody calls up with Z. How does a website operate? You need to refund a customer because they spent $10 too much or they weren't supposed to get charged for shipping. What are you supposed to do in that situation? Do you have a process for those things? All of this is part of your operations. You can put systems in place for all of these things because they're probably going to happen over and over again. And you probably want to handle them the same way every time. The same things the same way every time. Episode 2013. And then you don't have to use human brain power every time one of these things comes up all any human has to do, whether it's you or anyone else who's working for you, is just refer to the standard operating procedures, the SOPs, as we call them, or the processes you have in your business. You don't have to think about anything. Nobody has to think about anything. Now you can save your brain power for the times when you actually do need to think about something. You actually do need to come up and actually make a tough decision about something. But when it comes to, hey, a customer has an issue, you probably don't have to think really hard about it because you're probably going to get that same issue happening over and over again, depending on how much business you're doing. For example, Tim Ferriss, I'll give you two examples. Tim Ferriss, before he got into the book world, he had a supplement business and he told the story of how the four hour work week came to be was at one point he was like killing himself working 70 hours a week. And he told his staff, look, I'm about to go away. I'm buying a one way ticket to Europe. Don't call me. Don't reach out for me for any reason. Y'all figure it out. Anything that comes up. And he finally told his staff once he kind of started to figure everything out, if there's a problem that can be solved for less than hundred dollars, just solve it. And then just tell me what you did. All right. So if a customer calls and they complain, they have a problem that you can resolve, customer service staff he's talking to, you can resolve the problem for less than $100. Just resolve the problem and don't 
even ask me about it, just resolve it and then make a note of what you did, how much it costs for you to solve the problem. And then I'll just review everything that got resolved the 15 times somebody did that. And then I'll know what happened. But usually you don't need to come to me for that because it was costing him way too much time anyway. And he was, he probably would have did the same thing anyway. So just satisfy the customer and don't even bother me with it. That's the system. That's something that goes in the operations manual. He would tell his staff, if it costs less than hundred dollars to solve it, solve it. Okay. That goes in the operations manual. So now they don't have to take time and say, all right, Mr. Customer, let me go to my boss and then I'll get back to you. Then they got to get back to the customer. And Tim gives them the answer that they would have got anyway. So he gave them the same answer to use every time. That's one example. And that became part of his operating procedure at that business that he was running. Here's another example. Derek Sivers was running a company called CD Baby. Those of you who are old enough may remember back when we used to order CDs, Derek Sivers had a website that sold CDs. And in his warehouse, he did something similar, but a little bit different, that anytime someone had a challenge, one of his staff had a challenge, they would come into his office and say, hey, boss, what do we do about this? And Derek would get up from his desk. Instead of answering that person's question directly to them, he would call everybody around. He would say, hey, everybody, Stacy has this challenge. He would describe the challenge and Stacy's question. He would answer Stacy's questions for everybody in the room. And then he would tell his staff, his assistant, hey, take this challenge and this answer that I just gave, write it down in the manual. So now anytime anyone else has this question or this challenge, all they got to do is look at the manual and the answers in the manual so they don't have to come to me. That became his standard operating procedures manual. Every time someone had a question, he would tell everyone the question, everyone the answer and say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Assistant, put that in the manual. So now people could stop coming to him as much and they could just go refer to the manual. This is part of your operations. Anything you're doing over and over and over again or any challenge that keeps popping up over and over again, you want to create a process for doing it instead of dealing with it rather than you having used your brain power to figure it out every single time. So what is the process in your business for collecting money, making sure products get mailed out at the right time to the right people? If somebody needs to change their mailing address or their phone number, how do they do it? What are the steps someone's taking through when they walk into the front door of your shop? Or is there a way they get greeted every time they walk in? There's a Ace Hardware store in my neighborhood that every time I've gone in that Ace Hardware and Ace Hardware is our franchise, so they're independently owned. This particular one, every time I went in, whoever was at the front desk, not the front desk, but the register that is the first one that you see when you walk in. They always greeted you the same way. They greet you very loudly and clearly. Hey, welcome to Ace Hardware. They always say it really loudly and clearly. Make sure that you heard them. Make sure that you saw them. And they would always do that. And I'm 98% sure that the owner of that business was adamant that every staff member do that every time somebody walked into the store because they did it every single time. And I've been in other hardware stores where they did not do that. I guarantee you that's part of their process. That's part of their operations. This is all operational stuff. I'm talking about human things, but these are operational things. And you as the owner of a business, you had to be adamant that your staff actually follows the operations and not just do what they feel like doing. This is why systems matter so much, because these are usually things that happen routinely. You run a hardware store. One thing that happens all the time is people come in the door. So there should be a process for how to deal with people when they walk in the door. If somebody owns a restaurant and you go to the same restaurant more than once, there should be a certain way you get dealt with. There's a certain way that the host or hostess greets you and says, hey, welcome to Rick's Steak Shop. All right. Is it two for lunch? Three, 10? How many people? Whatever it is, you have a reservation, whatever situation, there just be a certain way that you are dealt with every single time because this happens over and over again. And as your business grows and depending on the nature of what you do, you probably may have a person whose whole job is to oversee the operations of your business. Because when businesses get really big, the way that they operate is a big thing because those are the routine things that are happening all the time. Some of you may have businesses that are big enough where you actually do have that job, where well, maybe not you, but that job exists 
somebody's job is just to make sure the things are operating the way they're supposed to. And that's their main job. That's the main thing they do is focus on the day to day operations, make sure the machine continues to run smoothly. So if you are running your business by yourself, then you want to routinize and processize, if that's even a word, probably isn't, but I just made it up. You want to put processes in place for as many of your routine activities as possible so you don't have to use your brain power to think about how to handle them. Point number two, today's topic once again is three elements of business. Second element is marketing. Marketing is simply how you collect the money. It starts the process of collecting the money. Let's call it that because marketing is getting the name out, getting the word out there. Sales is the process of letting people know what you have, the conversation. And sometimes that can be very brief. Sometimes it can be very long. And then closing is you actually collecting the money. But I'm not going to get into the semantics of it. We'll just call this marketing. Okay. So marketing is how you collect money. For most entrepreneurs, this is where you should be focusing the majority of your attention, especially when your business is relatively new and or it is not making the kind of money that you want it to be making yet. When your business is making the kind of money that you want it to be making, or as it seems to be on pace to do so, like you're growing, then you can start looking at the operations and figuring out, all right, how do I make sure this thing doesn't blow up in my face as I'm making more money? But if you are, as far as your revenue, let's say you're kind of stagnant right now, maybe not making the kind of money that you want to make, depending on who you're talking to. Some people may say, well, you need to get the operations in order. That's why you're not making more money. Some people may say, well, you need to get the marketing in order. That's why you're not making more money. I would usually, in my experience with the entrepreneurs that I deal with, I would usually lean towards the marketing side first, the marketing side of let's figure out how to actually make some money here. Then we'll figure out how to put the operations in place. And you shouldn't be that complicated in what you're doing, especially if you're doing it by yourself. That operation is going to be that big of a deal for most people when you're early on starting out in your business. Let's just say if you're under 150K a year in your business, marketing is the thing that you need, not operations just yet. You will need operations. I'm not saying don't have operations. You're going to operate your business whether you want to or not. I'm talking you don't need to have an operations department. You may not need to hire an operations person just yet. As you move up, you will need more of those things. But the most important thing is we need to stabilize the fact that you're actually making money because that's the reason why you have a business. And again, depending on who you ask, you may get kind of different answers for this with reasonably believable reasons why. But I'm going to default to the reason that you're in business is to make money. So let's focus on the marketing part, which actually puts money in your pocket. So part of your marketing can fold into the operations because you want to systematize a good portion of your marketing. So you're consistently driving new prospects who can eventually become new clients and become customers. So you want to have an operation for some of the things that you do marketing wise. For example, any of you who's on my email list, how often do you get an email from me? Those are not emails that I sit down and write the moment before they get sent out to you. Those emails are written by me, but I write them and I put them into a process this is part of operations so that they are coming out automatically many of the times. Most of the emails that I send out are scheduled and coming out automatically. Some of them I write right, right there in the moment and then I send them out to everybody or I send them to a certain segment of my list. But many of them are put through a process to where I know that all right, if you're at this point in my email automation was a, another way of saying process, another way of saying system that on day 27, you're going to get this email on day 352, you're getting this email on day 800, you're getting this email. And yes, I have that many days and more than that in my processes because I'm a writer. So I do a lot of writing and I send a lot of emails. So if you're on my list, you'll, you'll notice this. My daily motivation text message, there's a process for doing it. I don't write those text messages every morning, write them when they come out. I write them ahead of time. I do write them, but I write them ahead of time and then I can schedule them to come out at the time they're supposed to come out. So if you're in my text community, you'll notice that those texts come out basically at the same time every day on weekdays and same time every day on weekends. That is a process. That is not me 
literally waking up at that exact minute every day to send those out. My YouTube videos come out. Those of you who watch this on YouTube or follow me on YouTube, videos come out at a certain time every day. And that is not because I'm literally pushing the publish button at that exact moment. It's they are scheduled ahead of time. And if you use any of these applications, you know you can schedule your posts. You don't have to actually put them out at that time. But I create enough content that we can actually fill the buffer and we can fill the scheduler with actual material. So the marketing can fold into the operations in some way because you want to have a way of consistently marketing in your business. That's a big part of your business is the marketing. But you will also it's not all operations because you'll also be trying and implementing new stuff when it comes to marketing, because sometimes things will just stop being effective. Let's say you run an ad and it's been working for a year. Eventually, people might get tired of seeing that ad and they stop responding to it. Now you need a new advertisement. Maybe you need to run it on a different platform. Maybe you need to change up the campaign, whatever the situation may be. So you may be deleting stuff, killing off stuff that's not working, removing old stuff that's no longer as effective as it was. But marketing is generally the relationship you have with your audience and what moves them to the next step of you actually, as I said, selling and closing them, which is where the money gets exchanged. I'm just using it for semantics purposes. I'm calling all of that marketing for today's episode. So marketing is where most entrepreneurs need to be focusing consistently in this area where many entrepreneurs do not focus nearly enough. And many entrepreneurs focus way too much on the operations of their business. Things in operations also include which I didn't say in point number one, I was talking about the more positive elements of it, but the places where people get in the weeds when it comes to operations, the things like updating your website, creating logos, figuring out what products you want to create when you haven't even sold the old products, instead of focusing on the driver of the money, which is the marketing. All right. So make sure you are putting, especially you entrepreneurs, if you're under 150K a year, you want to focus on marketing. That is the driving of the money, not all this other nonsense that is not doing anything to make you money is actually costing you money and time. Point number three, Today's topic, once again, we're talking three elements of running your business. Third one is expansion. What does expansion mean? Expansion is how you multiply the getting of the money. Now, what many people do in business instead of expanding is they focus on growth. Now, here we will get into semantics. What's the difference between expansion and growth? Because you might think that they are the same. Here, I'm going to, for the sake of this masterclass, this episode, I'm going to say that there's a difference. Growth is when you do more and more and more of the thing that you're doing. You're growing by addition. So, more customers get another customer, another customer, another customer. So let's say you get your customers by having a sales call and then you close somebody, you make money. Then you go, okay, I want to make more money. I got good at this. Let me do more sales calls, more sales calls, more sales calls. That's growth. Expansion. And then maybe you go hire somebody, let them take some calls, hire another person, let them take some calls. So you're just taking calls around the clock. You're growing one by one, addition by addition, and that can work. All right, there are businesses who do work that way right now to this day. Growth, on the other hand, is how you can combine operations and marketing and start instead of addition to grow your results, you are multiplying your results. So when you expand, you are multiplying as opposed to growing, which is addition. And again, this is absolutely semantics. I'm using it for the sake of this episode so you understand the difference. Multiplying your results does not simply mean working harder or just addition, doing more and more and more of the things you're already doing, even when they are working. It means finding ways to take your current efforts and produce a multiple of those efforts without multiple of the results, multiply the outcomes without multiplying your efforts. Let me say that again. Expansion is about multiplying the outcomes without multiplying the inputs. Everybody got it? So if I'm making $100,000, how can I make $200,000 without working twice as hard, right? Because if you're doing by addition, you got to do twice as much work to get from $100,000 to $200,000. But I want to know, so how can I go from 100,000 to 200,000 without having to put in 2x the input? Because eventually I'm going to run out of inputs. I can't give, I can only give but so much input. All right. So for example, you're spending $500 a day on Facebook ads, but instead you take half of that money, 250 bucks, and put half of it into Google ads or TikTok ads. The Google or TikTok ads may produce a higher return than the Facebook ads are. 
Now, your effort did not change at all. You're giving the same amount of effort because you're not actually doing the work to make the ads run. All you do is put some money in and click some buttons, but your returns went up. So this is a way that you can expand and just looking for different ways to multiply your outcomes. Make sure I'm saying that right. Multiply your outcomes without multiplying your efforts. So you want to multiply the results of your efforts, not multiply the actual effort itself. Another way is finding a way to integrate your offerings with other people's offerings. So let's say that I have something like Work On Your Game University. I can go to somebody who has an audience of people that may be interested in Work On Your Game University and say, look, why don't you promote Work On Your Game University to your audience on my behalf and anybody who joins Work On Your Game University based on your word, I'll give you 40% or 50% or 30% or 10%, whatever, of whatever money that person spends. We call that affiliate marketing, or I would call it a commission. We can call it a referral fee. Some people call it a kickback. All the same thing. You send me some people. I close them. I don't have to do any work to get them to know who I am. I don't have to market to them. I have to run ads. All I'm doing is going to you. You send the people. You get some money. I get some money. Everybody wins. That's an example of how I can multiply my results without working a whole bunch harder. So I noticed that with a lot of services that I spend money with, they all have some form of integration with other businesses. So for example, if you use an app to make a dinner reservation, they might offer you a discount if you were to hold the reservation using a certain company's credit card. So if you use your Bank of America card to, and this could be with any company, it doesn't have to be a dinner. So let's say if you use your Bank of America card to buy tickets to the zoo, you might get 10% off your tickets to the zoo, or you might get $10 cash back for every ticket that you buy. Those are integrations that businesses do with each other. Or if you order on, I was ordering on this app called GoPuff, where you can order like snacks and candy and stuff. I ordered on GoPuff and they had some kind of, I forget what integration they had, but if you order with this kind of credit card or use this kind of company, then you may get a discount or something like that. So a lot of companies do this. I notice this a lot with credit card companies. For example, I'll give you an example because American Express does a ton of this, these integrations with, they call it rewards. They call it bonus rewards that they give as basically kickbacks. When you buy from certain companies, so let's see, because I'm always looking at this on Amex because I use my Amex cards for damn near every purchase that I do. So finish line, if I order something on finish line and I use my American Express card, what I get is 2% back on purchases up to $250 just because I use my Amex. So I'd rather get the 2% back. Let's say I spent $200. That's what I get $4 back. I mean, it's not a ton of money, but it's better than getting no money back if I was use a different card, not the Amex. Sunoco, you get 3% back on select gas purchases up to a total of $10, right? That's a kickback. And you have to, you got to go in there and you got to actually add these rewards to your card. I don't know why they don't just give them to you automatically, but they make you add them. I don't understand why they do that, but this is what they do. On Under Armour, I'm just giving you examples. I'm just looking at the Amex app. Under Armour, you spend $50 or more, you get $10 back. That's another offer. And sometimes I add these offers if I think I would actually use them. I don't go directly and buy from these places sometimes. So I'm just looking to see what they have. CVS, spend $5 or more, get $5 back up to two times with CVS Care Pass, whatever the hell that is. I don't know what that is. Dell, get 20% back on purchases up to a total of $1,500. And that's pretty significant. Buy a computer on Dell for a thousand bucks, you get, what's that, 40 bucks? You get $40 back. Now that's a significant amount of money. $40 back on a thousand dollar purchase. So instead of it being a thousand dollars, $960. Skims, get four membership rewards points for every dollar spent. Any of you who's an Amex holder, you know those points. It's like a competition to see who can get the most points. Everybody's trying to accumulate points. If you're an Amex user, you know what that means. If you don't use Amex, then one day you will, and then you'll know what I'm talking about. So, And these are all, and they got a ton of these. I'm just looking at Magnolia Bakery, Made in Home, Ogukai, I don't know who that is, Fila, Sam Edelman, Thrive Market, Equinox Hotel, Park and Fly, Matchbox, La Prairie, Switzerland. Laura Mercier, Tire Buyer, Chinoa, Vans, Solo Store, John Hardy, 
Baccarat, Bob's Watches, New York Golf Center, Dyson, Uma, Aura, Lids, Vince Camuto, Bally, Stumptown, The Outset. So as you can see, I'm giving you a ton of examples. They have a lot of integrations. And this is the way that Amex expands what they're doing with their business because all they're doing is going to these other companies and saying, look, we'll give you it. I don't know what the deal is, what they're giving these other companies to make these offers. I don't think they're giving them anything, <laughs> actually. I think they're just saying, hey, let us be your exclusive partner. Uh, we're going to put you on our app's website because we got a million customers. Amex is saying this to, let's say, Liz. We got a million customers. Let us put your logo and your stuff on our app. And anytime somebody buys your stuff with our car, we're going to give them a reward from our end. But does it matter that Liz doesn't really get anything out of it? Doesn't matter because what Liz gets, here's what they get. They get listed on Amex's website. So now that I got an offer from Liz that says I get 10% back or 10% off if I spend $200 at Lids. Well, guess what? I might go buy something from Lids just because I heard of them through Amex so I already know I can trust. You see what I mean? This is a way of this is a way of expanding your business through integration. So, you may remember when Kentucky Fried Chicken and Taco Bell combined their restaurants. Remember that? I don't know if they still exist. I don't eat at either of those places, but they may still be out there when KFC, Taco Bell, they combine a the restaurant and they'd be like one place mixed in together. And there were other companies that did this as well. It was Pizza Hut was mixed in with, I forget who Pizza Hut integrated with, but they integrated with somebody. You go on Target stores these days now, what do you see inside of Target all the time? Starbucks. Starbucks integrated with Target. Now Target gets something because they get a cut of every dollar Starbucks makes inside of their store and Starbucks gets something. But now they're right there where people are shopping for home goods. You might as well get some Starbucks at the same time. That's an integration. So the level of effort doesn't have to go up as much as the return on investment does go up. So notice that what these are also called are collaborations. And I told you how we're in the collaboration era. So let's recap today's class, which is three elements of business, operations, marketing, and expansion. Number one, operations is how you do your stuff. This is where systems come in handy. Your systems determine how the phone gets answered. How do you respond to customers? How does your website work? How do you handle a return or a refund? It's probably the same things the same way every time you want to have a process for doing these. Number two, marketing is how you collect the money. This is where most entrepreneurs and most businesses need to spend most of their money because as long as you got money coming in, you can pretty much fix any problem in your business, including an operational problem, as long as you have money coming in. But if you're not focused on it, then you're probably not going to be able to solve that problem. And number three, expansion. This is how you multiply the getting of the money. You can multiply the outputs without having to multiply the inputs. Don't have to work two times harder to make two times as much money. But this requires you to have some ingenuity in your thinking, to think ideas, to be looking for ways to expand without having to work a whole lot harder. And again, I gave you several examples of how many companies do this these days. And again, it doesn't always have to be a matter of you having money. It's just a matter of you giving them what they want. You get what you want. And this, again, this requires you to have an idea brain. This is why you want to be writing down ideas every single day, even ideas that you may not execute on because it trains your brain to be conditioned to come up with ideas when you actually will need them. All that said, text me so you can get my daily motivation message every single morning free of charge straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can get direct access to me. That's where you can be coached by me, where I can help you come up with these integrations, where I can help you schedule and plan out and actually reach out to people who you would like to collaborate with, where you can make a lot more money in your business without having to spend money, without having to know a whole lot of people, without you having to do things that maybe you think you're not capable of doing right now. Guess what? There are ways you can collaborate without you having anything extra than what you have right now. Just a matter of you having the right idea and the mindset to do it and the communication skills to communicate it. And guess who has that and who can teach you how to do it? I can. Now, with all that said, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. And again, I will tell you, what the next steps are, and we can work on this. So all that's happening, again, workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. 
I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.